Hello everybody, this is Rafal Davidovich. Welcome to Parsha Thursday. Today is Thursday of Parshas Vayikra. Vayikra, we are starting a new book of the Torah, the third book. The beginning chapters deal mostly with the concept of a karban, which is a gift that we give to Hashem. And the kinds of gifts that we give are similar to the kinds of gifts that we give to each other. Sometimes we give a gift out of love, sometimes we give a gift out of appreciation, and sometimes we give a gift as an apology. And in the fifth aliyah, we speak about the carbon chatas, known as a sin offering in Hebrew, in English rather, and the sin offering, the carbon chatas, is offered when a Jew has done a certain kind of avera, the serious kind of sin, um, inadvertently, and yet, here we discover something, and this is the point I want to focus on today. It doesn't just say when a Jew does a sin, he has to bring this kind of carbon, uh, this kind of offering. It lists different kinds, and I'll first, I'll tell you what they are. The first kind we have is what happens if the Kohen Gadol does a sin. He has to bring a certain kind of offering. Then we hear what happens if the leadership of the Jewish community, the Sanhedrin, Paskins makes an incorrect ruling resulting in the majority of the Jewish people sinning because they listened to the Sanhedrin. Then we have what happens if the Nasi, who is the political leader, the king of the Jewish people, what happens if a Nasi doesn't have era? And only after that do we hear about the halachos of just a regular Jew doing an Avera. I think the point that is being made over here by having a different kind of chatas, carbon chatas, for each of these scenarios, Kohen Gadol, Sanhedrin and the Jewish people, political leader, and only then regular Jew says that even though, yes, an Aveira is an Aveira, sin is a sin, and there shouldn't be an idea of a sin being better or worse because you're a different class of person, the fact is that a person's wrongdoing has a different kind of impact depending on the example that he sets for the nation. So that everyone looks to the Kohen Gadol as the, their religious example. The Kohen Gadol, when he did the sin, he wasn't telling everyone else to do it, he was just doing his own sin. However, because he is a religious leader, he sets an example for the nation as a whole. And so too in the Sanhedrin, Paskins, it's not just that they did the sin, they actually could not, maybe they didn't do anything wrong. They just Paskin for everyone else, resulting in everyone else making this mistake. A political leader has the least amount of culpability, one would think, because very often political leaders don't necessarily have any religious obligations. A king didn't have any religious leadership training the way that a Kohen Gadol does. In fact, Rashi quotes the rabbis who say that there's something that is impressive about a political leader who's willing to admit that he has done something wrong. But in each of these cases, people who are in a position to set an example for whatever reason have a different kind of obligation vis-a-vis -vis God because they have a different kind of obligation vis-a-vis -vis their fellow Jews. And this is something that is extremely important even in today's context. There are many of us who might not have any religious responsibility. Certain people who are in forms of, uh, who have positions of religious leadership ha carry a greater obligation because people will say, well, I saw the rabbi do this or I saw the rabbitson do that and then therefore they will conclude that it's okay for them to do. 
Or I saw the people in shul, I saw the gabai did this, or whoever it is. Or the, I heard that the rabbi paskened that you're allowed to do this or you're not allowed to do that. That carries great weight. However, I'd like to suggest one other element for your consideration, which is that in the world in which we live, in which so many Jews are not familiar with Judaism and the pra- how to practice the Torah, any Jew who is publicly Jewish, out there in public, wearing a yarmulke, or a woman who is dressed modestly and people recognize that she is... Uh, She's an Orthodox Jew. Or anybody, you know, you see their tzitzis hanging out. Or a beard, whatever it is. They have this kind of responsibility because people look at them and they can say, look, do you know who I am? I'm absolutely garnished. I was kicked out of four yeshivas and, uh, you know, my rabbi hates me and whatever it is. But the bottom line is, if you are recognized as a Jew, then you carry that additional burden. And I'd like to suggest that it's not a burden, but it's a responsibility as well. And in many ways, I think we should view it as a privilege as well, because I think that the converse of these uh, these mitzvahs of who needs to bring the sin offering is also true, that when a Jew does a mitzvah, he sets a beautiful example for the rest of the world as well, that if the case is true that his descent into doing something wrong is an example, then surely we can all appreciate that when he does something right, it is a much more powerful act in our day and age than it was in centuries past. And this privilege and this bracha, this blessing, should be acknowledged as well. I want to wish all of you a good Shabbos.